Welcome to the WMBF UK podcast. Okay, guys, welcome to another WMBF UK podcast. You're here with myself, Leo Mitchell, WMBF Pro, and I'm joined with the original pro and OG pro, Adrian Gray, aka the Saxon King. Welcome to the show, my man. What's good? What's good? Thanks for having me, bro. Big respect. No problem, man. I think this one's going to be great insight for those listening in because Adrian does it all. Um, he's an athlete, he's a coach, and he's a judge. So I think we're going to get some takeaways, man. <laughs> Trying to catch up with Adrian. So before we get into the mix of it, Adrian, let's start with Adrian, the athlete. Where did the journey begin? Give us some backstory. Well, 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 well. So basically, it was... um. I was one of them people that kind of like was good at sports, just coming up standard, just, you know. And it was the case that when I was young, doing karate, got to my brown belt when I was like year nine and I just got bored. But the thing was like the idea of training was kind of what stuck. And when I finished school, I kind of like, that's when I started training. Like, okay, I'm all right to this gym thing. So I'm going to keep going. And it kind of built from there. It was a situation that I was just training at different gyms and it was mainly like a gym in Wolverhampton called Muscle Masters where I kind of like just started at, I, at the age of 17 and pretty much like, how can I explain this in layman's terms? Um, basically, the education of the very, 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 very start of bodybuilding, I was taught by Roadman. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm. And it's like, <laughs> they were the ones, yeah, that like, they were like, nah, train like this. This is what you build. Da, 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 da. And obviously, because I'm one of the younger guys in the gym, they like looked, looked out for me and just kind of like guided me. Mm. And it was a case that I just took it and just ran with it. It was later on, I went to Saxon Gym. And that's when... I was thinking there was a couple of guys competing that I knew. And I was like, you know what? I like the gym. Let me see what this thing's about. <laughs> and I kind of like got into, got to the gym, spoke to the owner, Ryan. And at the time, not many people were doing bodybuilding shows. And it was kind of like um, people would look at you funny, even speaking about it. It's like it was okay to go to the gym, but it's like the step of competing. It wasn't really, there was only like, I think out of the only guys that I ever knew that were actually competing, must be like two people, two people I ever knew that competed before, like me getting into it. And I'm talking like big, big older men. And um, basically, yeah. I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't know, you know. I said to him, I don't know. And he says, I'm he looked at my physique and he's like, you know, now you've got a lot of potential, you look good. And um, I said to him, I said, I don't know, you know. I said, you see them things on the side? You see them things? That's what I called them. I said, you see them things on the side of your abs? I can't get them, you know. I can't get them. I said, <laughs> I said to him, I said, you see the six pack? I can get that. You know what I mean? But these things at the side, nah, nah, nah. These things aren't coming. I was like, them things aren't coming. So I don't think I can do this competing thing. Yeah. So then um, he's like, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We'll get you sorted, we'll get you sorted. And it was crazy because 
obviously I was in all right shape and I went to the gym, I was strong, blah, blah, blah. But I think that that was the first time I kind of understood how much I should have been eating and what my diet was lacking. And because I didn't really understand how much intake of food I should have been having in, it kind of like um, was a shock to the system. And I started to build on that. I think it was about six, seven months because I was in all right shape already. I didn't need to like put on loads of muscle. It was a case of just training, eating, training, eating, and eating the higher intake of food kind of like gave me the food that I needed, that I needed to just like start to grow properly. And then um, I did my first show, which was the Mr. Apollo. And that was 2013, 2013. And it was a yeah. um, Mr. Apollo show in Kettering. And Vince D'Alessandro did the show. And I was just like, you know what? I remember, I remember, I remember when um, I was sitting there in the crowd and I'm sitting there. And then I said, because I had my wife on one side and Ryan was on the other side. And he said to me, you know, I said, you know what? Nah, I think I said, I'll be all right, you know. <laughs> I said, I think I'll be all right. And I said, and then I said to my wife, and what my wife said to me, she says, uh, aren't you nervous at all? Like, this is a completely new thing for you. I said, yeah, yeah. you know what? What's mad? Because gym has always been my thing. Like, gym kept me out of trouble. It kept me from mm-hmm. getting with the wrong company. It kept me from being on road. And because it stopped me from so many things, it was my comfort zone, so to speak. And that's what I knew. And I said, in terms of going up on there, I think I said, I know what I've got to do, but part of me wasn't even daunted like by any of it, just because you see, like growing up the way I've grown up, like I've been in front of people performing since I was a little kid, like going up in the front of church, singing yes. singing with my brothers and it's a point that I found to be honest that that kind of pressure when you're five six years old to go up in front of them big big people in church and you have to sing your heart out <laughs> that's what you get, <laughs> you know what I mean now yeah going yeah in to, going in front of all these people in in trunks I was just like you know what like if it was just me doing it in these trunks I'd be a bit mm. but all these people doing it in like in the trunk so it's not an issue so I did that show and um I came third in my class which was good as it was an untested show I was quite boosted to be honest um it was a first experience on stage I enjoyed it and I said you know what I'll I'll do this again I'll do this again and then the second show was a few months later and that was the um NPI Midland show and Mm -hmm. Me doing that show, it kind of like um, introduced me to natural, well, the world of natural bodybuilding, so to speak, because yeah. I was kind of like, um, I was just said, no, no one knew who I was. So I was just not just any guy. And um, to be mm-hmm. fair, I got there, I turned a few heads and I won my class. I won the overall, won best presentation. Nice. And it was like... I just carried on, carried on, carried on. And yeah. it was like, people people used to say, oh, your posing's really good. And it was a situation that because you see at our gym, 
we had to literally like nail the poles in and it was something yeah. that was ingrained in us because at the end of the day a lot of our guys were natural and we were going against guys that weren't so and our poles didn't had to be in the place to say okay then cool this guy might have three four stone on me but I can still beat him yeah. and that's what it was and that that kind of mentality and that drive and that fearless like thought process it kind of just kept me pushing in terms of doing like um, untested shows and still being natural. It's It was a case that it kind of like galvanised me for what was ahead. And following that, that year, I um, went to the MPA British, came second. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. Listen, listen. Anybody watching this, yeah? If you get Vex, yeah? You get mad. Look at me second. Yeah. I've done it. <laughs> It, like I was fuming, like kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to leave the trophy there. I didn't want to take it home. <laughs> I said, leave the trophy. <laughs> fuming. But I look back. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, whatever. And um, I think following that year was following that year. I did the um, I did the UK DFBA for the first time and I did that show and I went backstage. I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. I went backstage. Yeah. And like, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. What's going on? What's going on? Let's, let's see this. I went backstage. I saw Wayne Rob cause, cause I'd seen him before. Yeah. Um, and I saw a couple of guys. And then I saw Stefan Corrick. I saw Stefan. He backed off his top. I was like, okay, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, so <laughs> I think a few people can relate to that when they go backstage. Wow. You see the next man, you're like, oh, okay. I literally, I went backstage and I saw this shredded guy. I was just like, oh, so who's coming second? <laughs> so I spoke to him and um, I spoke to him and I said, okay, Stefan. Because I've been like, you know, I've seen his name mentioned a few places. Yeah. And he did the NPA as well. Like, I think that year, that same year or the year before. And so I'd seen his name before. And um, I said, Stefan, who prepped you? And um, he said, Gav. I said, Gavin, Gavin Gibson. He's like, yeah. I said, oh, I know Gav. And the joke was, this is the joke, you know. This is mad. Like, me and Gav, yeah, he's my boy. You, you see what I'm saying? And it's like, we both support Arsenal. Yeah. So both of us, both of us, like, deal with a lot of disappointment and pain. Yeah, <laughs> we, we both deal with it. You know what I mean? And that's one thing we had in common, even before, like, he started prepping me. And um, basically, it was a case that I said, "Okay, so Gav, okay, cool, cool, cool." So we did that show. Stefan won, won the pro card, and I came third. And I was like, you know what? I finished third. Okay, I can take that. I can take it. It was one of them ones where, like, you think, okay, I know where the space is. I know I know the gap from where I am now to where I need to be. And that's yeah. what it was. And me talking to Gav and um, just chatting to him, we said, cool, we can make a plan. We can get to it. And um, the year after, 
I was doing the very, I did the very first Saxon Classic before it was PCA, when it was IBFA. And um, mm-hmm. I finished third in class two. And then I won the Mr. Staffordshire class. And honestly, that day, you know what's mad? People don't understand the, the ways of bodybuilding can mash up your head, you know, <laughs> because all week I'm sitting there thinking, yo, Adrian, you are not ready. You're not ready, you know, you're not ready. And yeah. Ryan said to me, because Ryan was still prepping me at the time, Ryan said, okay, cool, we're going to try something different. And we tried something different in just in terms of the carb up, yeah? And Ryan had me getting up like some, some mad time of the night, like to eat some carbs and go back to bed. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, I'm mad, it's worked. <laughs> <laughs> It worked. Run some of the daft. I was like, it worked. And it was a a call. Like, I went to the show. I did very well at the show, to be honest. And I was quite happy with it, to be honest. Like, I did the Mr. Savage class, won that. And it was kind of like a kind of, um, it was a bit more to say, look, I'm here. And I can like mm-hmm. I can hang with some of these good guys. See you know what I'm saying? And I'm natural, yeah. so I can still knock heads with these guys that aren't, and I can still do my thing and be competitive. So mm-hmm. it was like did that show, and then I think I had like a month to kind of like just chill. But following that, I think a couple months later, I started working with Gav, and. It was um, a learning experience. He's taught me a lot, like, taught me mad, like, a lot, just in terms of prep, in yeah. terms of um, just just mindset as well. Just, like, some days you just don't feel like you need – it's like sometimes your legs just ain't got it in you, but you just got to get mm. it done. Got to get it done. Yes. And it's – I remember one thing he said to me, Gav said um, – he says, I may not, I said, sometimes people sound blunt and I may not be nice all the time. And I said to him, but bro, that's what I need. I need you to be on my case. Just like, yo, just, just tell it to me right. Tell it to me straight. And we just worked well yeah. together. And it's just, it's with that year, we, um, we went back to the UK DFBA. To be honest, it was, it was funny because I think it was like about four weeks out. Um, because what had happened was PCA had just started then. Mm-hmm. And there was a show four weeks prior to the UK DFBA show. And Ryan was doing, I was doing my checking with Ryan, just see, what, see how it looks and do my, go over my posing as usual. And then Ryan said, I just can compete this weekend. I said, I can't, man, I can't. He says, Gas is not ready. He says, I know what Gav said, but... Just don't worry. He said, don't change anything, but just come and compete. <laughs> I said, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> and he's like, all right, then I'm not joking, I'm not joking. And then we um we held that we did the four weeks, went to the UK DFBA, won the British against. And this is the thing, like I said, um that that year people were writing me off 
because mm. I'm not, I've said this before on another podcast before that I'm not the forum guy. I'm not like, I don't come with the internet chat. I don't do none of that. I just do what I'm doing. I just don't bother nobody. And yeah. I just go gym. I go gym and I don't bother no one. And even when I'm at my own gym, yeah. if someone tells me to move, I'll move. <laughs> I mean, <I'm> like, <laughs> it's true. I'm just, I just don't, I just don't do that. So basically, People come with the talk, oh, agent won't do this, agent won't do that. You, it's like they're talking about Sam, they're talking about Nigel. Shout out to my boys, my two brothers. Yeah. And like, I was like, you know what? All right, cool. They were saying agent won't be ready. And Lewis Rusty was saying, nah, agent's working with Gav. And I've seen some pictures and he's looking proper. And they're like, yeah, but we don't mm. know. We don't know. I was like, okay, okay. So Gav, Gav told me this, and I was like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and then um, I was like, locked in. We just used it as fuel, and I went there, and we just yeah. smashed it, man. Bust it up, like, went, won the um, British title, got the UK title, yeah. then, so term mm-hmm. pro, WMBF pro, and then I went to the day after, which was the pro international, and I won that as well. And it was oh, a case wow. that I was just like, yo, like, because the preparation was put in and the hard work was put in, I was like, these guys can't talk right now. I'm on it. And I was just on it. <laughs> and um, I felt good, man. And um, I went to America and went to the world. And yeah, man, I came third at the world. So, you know what I mean? A lot of people just... I'm not gonna to be honest here, I'll say it straight. I'll say it, I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it here. I'll say it for you. So basically, yeah. So what happened? Um big up another WNBF pro, Brandon Beckett. He's from the States. Big up. Because mm-hmm. he came to me and said, Bro, he said, I just want to say, yeah, you should win today, but you're not going to. <laughs> I said, yo, don't, <laughs> worry, don't watch it. I said, bro, don't watch it. Don't watch it. I said, I get it, man. I'm the new guy. You understand? And so I just got to do what I got to do. And he was like, nah, but you look good, man. He said, no, bro. He said, you smoked it. And um, I came third. And I was like, and to be honest, even though we don't like it, like, even though at shows, we don't like people booing. When the crowd, I remember this, like, vividly. And people got to understand, I'm all the way in New Jersey. And... I'm out. I'm, I did my routine. Some people may remember my routine because I played, um, I can't remember the song, what it's called, you know. It was a song I took off the Fresh Prince, yeah? And it's yeah. a song that, that, that Will sang to Uncleville. And it's like, and you, and you, and you, you're going to love it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, basically, yeah, I chose that song because I thought to myself, yo, Adrian, you are going to the States. So you need something that can relate to. And this is the reason why I say that, like, you see, like, if you go certain places, you've got to connect. Your routine's got to connect with people. It's not about just the judging. It's about people. You're trying to leave an impression on people. You see what I mean? And the routine smashed it. And um, when they said I was third, the crowd booed. And I was like, you know what? it's cool I like that as long as the crowd is cool that's love for me that was love and I took it and I think to myself you know what just keep it moving do what you gotta do and yeah man carried on competing I did some more shows PCA was growing 
And I'll tell you what's mad. Sometimes you kind of have to um, take a bit of, not humble pie, but sometimes you have to humble yourself to grow. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in bodybuilding, it's a game where sometimes your mindset might not be the chosen path for you and everyone else can see it, but you can't because you're so dead constantly like, nah, nah, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And what it was Mm -hmm. because I was still competing in class two, which is like the height category in, in PCA against all these guys that are untested. My physique was 10 times better, but they're just bigger. So I can't, Mm -hmm. in, in a way, I can't even argue. You see what I mean? Yeah. They're bigger, they're the bigger, and some of them were in the same condition, so I can't even argue. So um basically, I went to Body Power 2018. 2018, yeah. 2018. And um for that year, I thought to myself, you know, Adrian, let me try this, let me, let me try to prep myself. Let me try it. Just just see, see what happens. I mean, see what yeah. happens, see what you look like. And I went to body power and in my mind, I was like, I'm doing body power, but I know I'm not ready. In my heart of hearts, I knew I wasn't ready because me and Gav were both sponsored by Gaspari. Gav looked at me and was like, you're not ready. <laughs> Gav looked at me and was like, no. <laughs> you're not ready. No. But I said, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. He's like, okay, cool, just do it. Yeah. And then um, I did that. And then um, I finished second in class two. And following that, a guy from Israel, some young, big, big man. Oh, the man was massive, like wedge, like hench. He, he, he beat me Yeah. from Israel. And you know what, I was like, you know what, at the time I looked at it, I was like, I was like, nah, nah, nah. But then part of me was like, nah, Adrian, you just got to be, you just got to take it on the chin. I was like, okay, cool. Take on the chin, just keep it moving. And because Mark, Hector, Mark came, yeah. Mark came with me. And um, because Mark was, Mark was with Farmer Freak at the time, we both, our distribution company was the same. So I know him quite really well. And um, basically Mark was in the crowd of the show. And he said, bro, you know what? I know you don't want to. I know you don't want to but you should think about classic, you know? I'm like, bro, nah, 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 nah. I was like, nah, nah, no. And he's like, nah, bro, honestly, you should really think about it because you see what it is, bro, you're natural, yeah. So the fact is, is that you're not going to beat these guys for size. It's a case that your shape, though, is next level. So you've got to work on your shape. You've got got to work on the things that make you better than them. So you've got to attack the shape. And I was like... (sighs) Let me try this. Let me, let me try this. And um, I went to another show in Kettering, which was the Muscle Talk. I did the PCA Muscle Talk in Kettering, and I won the classic class and carried on prepping. Went to the British. I won the British title, and I was awarded my pro card later on that same year as well. So it's a case that even though I was kind of... Um, What's the word? I wasn't fully welcoming it. It kind of mm. like chose me. And 
I look at the way that classic bodybuilding, classic physique, whatever, has um, maneuvered and the way it's progressed. And I think, you know what? This is the thing for me because my posing and the shape, structure, and just the way I'm as a person, it appeals to and it works with it. It's, it's not fake. It's not put on. This is me. And yeah, any person that's worked with me, like when it comes to routines, like the sh- I'm like, like if people have never seen me put a routine together for someone, yeah, like they just see me and I'm starting to go because I'm just feeling it. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, let's yeah. go, let's go. And it just comes and it's kind of like instinctive and it just works because you've got to work with the music, you've got to work you got to work with like the person, structure, physique, shape, waist, limb length, all them different things. And yeah, man, like it's, it's been a crazy time and I'm back with Gav now as well. And we're looking at. You're currently prepping, right? I'm prepping now. This is this jaw, this jaw line. It didn't look like like that four months ago. (laughs) It didn't look like that four months ago, bro. But um, so what? What's the what's the motivation? Why you're prepping at the moment? Because obviously you had some time off. You know what it is like. I initially planned to do the PCA University in 2020, and then COVID hit. So I was just like, it's just too difficult. Because you know what it was? Like, my mindset, don't get me wrong, I'm a warrior and I can just do it, I do it, I do it, I do it. However, with so much else going on in the world, your mind's just like, I can't even focus on this, you know? I can't even focus just because, like, the amount of, like, things you see on television and... I lost a family member as well. And I was just like, yo, this is a lot, you know, like it is a lot. So you need to kind of like look at things and put it in perspective. And I said, you know what? I said to Gav, I said, bro, let's just put a pause on it and I will just get back on it when it comes back. And he's like, cool. And it's like now my motivation is part of me is kind of like, I still got old, got still got like energy in the old bones. And mm. it's a case that I like doing it because I like showcasing my ability. I like showcasing just the imagination that can be put into posing and the creativity. It's the creativity above all, just because everything doesn't, it just doesn't have to be just the quarter turns. You can put so much different things into it. It's just about how you think it in terms of approaching the poses. It's about how you like visualize what you're trying to say. Like for me personally, it's art. It is the art form. And it's a point that I need to leave you with some form of impression. I need to leave you with some form of thought to say, you know what? I didn't know what to expect in this bodybuilding show. However, 
it was all right and I liked it and I can see there's some kind of artwork in there. I may not be able to explain yeah. it all. However, I want to leave a positive impression on a person that may be coming as a blank slate. You see what I mean? Yeah. That's what it well, is, you man. know what? It's, it's, interesting. it's interesting you say that because I remember in the early days, um, when I started first competing, and I remember coming across you, yeah, your photos in one of the shows, and I was like, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to pay attention because I was like, hold on, this is like, this, this guy's taking it to a next level. It wasn't just, as you said, hitting the quarter turns. It was all about the presentation, the delivery, you know what I mean? That, that lasting impression. I was like, oh, wow, there's more to this bodybuilding because it, it just opened my eyes to, okay, cool, there's a lot more things you need to factor in. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things you displayed throughout your time as from competing that it's just, okay, cool, I can get into great shape, but at the same time, I'm just going to, whether I, you know, I come walk away with that first trophy or not, you're still yeah. going to remember me. And I think remember, yeah. it's, it's clearly evident that, your performance background or your ability from a young age to be in front of people and that confidence yeah. has kind of helped you along the way to yeah. kind of, you know, when you go on stage, you own it. You shut it down. Hands yeah, down. It's, so, it's mad. It's mad because people say to me, oh, don't you get ever, don't you ever get nervous? And mm. because you're so used to, I'm, I'm used to the pressure of the eyes just staring at you. And <laughs> you kind of like, I remember when um, I did, anybody who knows me knows I love music, yeah? And I did A-level music and I did, no, I did A-level music for that, for the um, actual composition, yeah? I'm, I'm like 17, no, 16, 17, 16, oh, 16, yeah, 16. Not 17, actually, 17, yeah, 17 years old, yeah. I had to sing two songs in front of my whole school that was pressure <laughs> like for me because i'm so used to the eyes being on me and because i'm so used to saying okay cool once you step past that line you have to perform you have to be on there is not no I'm not really sure. As soon as you step past that, step past that line, you're doing it and you're going to do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. And because my mindset was like that from a very, very, very young age, I was like, when it came to school plays, I was on it, on it easy. And when it came to performing and singing, I was just cool. Like my family background, like we're all singers. And it's a case that because you're in that um, culture of performing and you're in that culture of just, it's just you, it's just you and the crowd. You've got to do what you got to do. You just get used to it. Yeah. And it's what it is. It's like, you just married the two things I like to do, perform. I like music and gym. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nice. Perfect little combo there. It feels like everything kind of aligned for you mm. a, a, along the way. And, you know, obviously you being a natural yourself, obviously you kind of used the, like working or well, competing against other you know, non-naturals as a good way of kind of keeping you in line and kind of as a marker, right? To check your you progress and stuff along the way. You know, you know what it is, bro? Like people, a lot of people have said to me before, Adrian, don't even get tempted. And I'm like, you know what? No. Because I'm me and 
it's a case that I do things my way. And if I started like to become enhanced, that wouldn't me be that wouldn't be me being me. That's mm-hmm. me trying to please other people. You see what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I don't knock anybody that's enhanced. I'm not like, yo, do your thing. Just please be healthy. Yeah. Please, please, please be healthy. That's all I say. But it's a case that because I'm me and because I know exactly like what my plan is. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm good, man. I'm good. Like people used to sit there and say, oh, Adrian, like, don't get me wrong yeah. <laughs> you see like people like in, I know everyone gets this. Like everyone gets where people around that area. Nah, nah, nah. He's juicing. He's juicing. Yeah. <laughs> that has got to be, got to be juicing. And you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. And they're like, no, you are, you are. And then it's like, you get your friends coming back to this saying, yo, just have one argument with that man because he's trying to say you're on juice, but I know you're not. I'm like, bro, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter because eventually you realize that regardless of what you say, they've got it set in their mind. I'm going to say you're on juice. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do to change my mind. And it's kind of like, after a while, you're like, you know what? There is no point me even trying to argue with you because you're not going to listen to anything I've got to say. And that's how it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's no way you can look like that without juice. And I'm just like, um, okay, mate. If you say so, you, you must know me better than I know me. <laughs> and that's how it is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a case that because I'm me and I have no, like, people you say, oh, but you could do this, you could do that. And I'm like, look, man, at the end of the day, I have no desire to do the things yeah. that some people might think I should be doing. And regardless of that, as long as my, ha- my wife is family, my kids are fa- ha- well, my, my kids are happy, my wife is happy, I'm blessed yeah. because I'm not yeah. chasing down the world. I'm not running it down because at the end of the day, my world is here with me and I just got to make sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to make the world up. I ain't got to make the world happy. No, don't worry about that. Yeah. Let me do what I'm doing. And that's what it is, man. Love that. Love you know that. I mean? And how do, how do you balance the whole family family life with competing and, and prep? I'll tell you what's mad. Like, my wife, yeah. You know what? Um, who would know this? Who would know this? Um, the people that came to New Jersey were people like Nigel, Matt Argo. Um, who else? Steve Howarth. Um, yeah. Who else? Who else is there? Well, there's there's a lot of us there. Yeah. Highly Madigan. Um. So basically, yeah, when we went, I had a one-year-old with me, my oldest daughter, and my wife was. seven months pregnant you know what I mean and on the plane there she was throwing up <laughs> it wasn't funny at the time but I can laugh about it now like because she's been down like my wife's like 100% though this is like you know we're on this because of that single mindedness and that support this is all possible 
obviously I thank the Lord every day for the family I've got, the wife that I've got, my kids. And to have that support is like, you don't, people don't understand that support, what it means, because every time I work with, I work with clients posing the the normal stance the normal conversation is oh bro i'm like okay you're right I'm like yeah yeah so i busted my girlfriend man i said yo this is this is what guys say like <laughs> every year i guarantee you every year that's oh man my girl on the rocks man because of this show and i say you do really it's just a bodybuilding show you know it's just about it's not that deep like you know you need your yeah. girlfriend after the show like you know you just need to work things out and yeah 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 it's a case that because I haven't had to be in that position and because I think it was after my second show, the MPA one, my wife said to me, she said, you know what? Because initially, yeah. <laughs> initially, I said to my wife, <laughs> this is a joke, you know. So I had my conversation with Ryan, yeah. And I think I didn't say it the day after. I wanted to, mm. like, you know, just, just, just give it time to just like think about how I'm gonna approach this. So I said to him, I said, oh. <laughs> I said to him oh, oh. I got in bed. I was like, I was like, you know what? I might, I might, I might try this show thing, you know. <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean? I said, you know, like, um, you know, this bodybuilding. I might just, try, I might just try one show because, like, one says I might be alright at it. And she's like. Yeah. One show, and she's like, Yeah, yeah just the one, just, just the one show. You know what I mean? Just to get my, I said, I said, I said, just get my name out there, just get my name out there. You know what I mean? Just get my name out there. And she's like, Okay, we'll see. And then I think it was after the second show, she said, She said to me, Okay, you're pretty good at this, so let's see where this can go. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, that's good. bro, like. With yeah. that support, it's a case that prep, she understands. When I'm, mm. like, near the last few months, the last couple of weeks, you know what, what's mad? The last couple of weeks of prep, I think I'm normal. But she's telling mm. me I'm some, like, inconsiderate, <laughs> like... <laughs> like, I'm, I'm some short-tempered, inconsiderate so-and-so. Like to me, I'm just like, no, I'm just being normal. Yeah, She's yeah. Like, no, not. But she knows that's only because like the pressure I put on myself to perform, yeah. to be the best, and just do what I've got to do. And it's what I ask of myself. So she's used to that. And it's there's a few times like I'll just lose my rag. Like I just have a short fuse. But yeah, I kind of like she reins me back in. So it's it's that understanding. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. Once you have someone that will do that and understand, it's it's massive, man. Like I couldn't do this without her. I couldn't do it without my kids because my kids understand what I do. They understand like sometimes I've got to be at the gym. Then now I've got to train. Then now I've got to do what I got to do. Some people follow me on Instagram. They're probably seeing my kids like training, do a little bit of training in the garage at home, <laughs> and it's like because. We understand what's going on. We, it just flows. I thank God every yeah. day. Like, I thank God every day. Like I'm mad blessed because of it. 
because so many guys out there always say to me, now nah, my girlfriend hates me doing this. My girlfriend yeah. hates me doing this. And that's what it is. So you, any guy that has a, a girlfriend or wife that's backing them, bro, like you kind of got to cherish it and appreciate it just because not every guy is in that situation. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I'm testament to that, you know, myself, um, you know, uh, and you you hear it time and time again, with, as you said, with guys saying that, you know, the women's cause out loads of problems, it becomes a headache and it's just another stress mm-hmm. to add to the prep as well. So I think it's, you know, it's all about bringing the people around you on that journey with you so they can understand what you're going through. And it's a yeah. bit more manageable that way, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think when someone, you alienate them and they just see the off parts of prep, then they're never going to get it. They're just going to see, yeah. oh, that guy's an arse. You know what I mean, so I think that's, it's a great showcase. That obviously, you've got a family. It's mad. Them. I say what's mad, bro. Like, because I've kind of got into this position, thank God, where bodybuilding is producing for me and because I was on the like I was riding the wave as it was coming up and so on a show day like my mom and dad were just like okay cool just drop the kids off blah, 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 boom. that's sorted so I can just focus on the show mm. you see what I mean yeah. now yeah. because I have that thank god my mind doesn't have to worry about that situation Mm-hmm. Remember, some people I know, as soon as the show's done, they're racing back to get their kids. Yeah. And it's another stress for the day. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. all those diff- little different things that play a part into how you are and how you perform. And by having the, the perfect setup, thank the Lord, I'm just like, yo, I'm blessed, man. Blessed, blessed, blessed. And it's just something that people kind of got to, you see, like, Nowadays, when you see people struggling on prep, it's, I used to, to be honest, yeah, I used to get annoyed, like, I used to get annoyed with the things I'd see on social media, with people moaning about prep, and I'm like, yeah, you are single, yeah, and you are moaning (laughs) about choosing, choosing to do a show that you want to do. And I'm yeah. like, you don't have no dependence. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to go to work in the day and just do this, do that, and just be all happy and blah, yeah. blah, 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 even though inside you are crumbling. And two o'clock, your energy just goes, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you still got to go <laughs> yeah. pick up the kids, go and sort them out, and then you got to go and train. Like, you are mm-hmm. not in that position, so why are you moaning? But now, I'm just like... Yeah. You just choke. I just choke up as like growing a bit of maturity on my part. Like at the end of the day, everyone has their own journey and everyone has their own struggles. Yeah. However, if you got kids, you're on prep. It's difficult at times. Difficult, man. But it's worth. Yeah. It. 100%. I'm glad we touched on that because I think that will kind of help those that do have, you know, you know, kids and have, you know, girlfriends. Oh, man, you know, help them kind of manage that. It's like you got to remember that your family and your kids they're not asking you to do a bodybuilding show you want to do it mm-hmm. it's you mm-hmm. but they have to pay the price yeah <laughs> yeah that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> so when we're going to see you back on a WMBF stage or is that or are you just kind of well, more focused on just well mixing it up Come I'm kind of like I I'm in contact with WMBF like you know the guys in America mm-hmm. a bit so 
it's a case of like you know just talking just working things out like it depends you know what it all depends on depends on the wife like because yeah. it's like, <laughs> i can't literally just say yo i'm going i'm going i can't just can't just walk up to her i can't get in the bed and get can't get in the bed and say yeah so babes yeah like like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so base, so base, like the world championships. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking about going. Like it doesn't work like that. So we yeah. have to make a plan. So <laughs> we have to talk about that. But um, it's well, you know what? Just planned. let me know. Just let me know so I can avoid it, boss. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I, to be honest, like I like I like competing against people who are good, man, because it kind of like pushes me. Yeah. Like you see that year I went against Rich. And mm-hmm. my mind was like, yeah, I've got to beat him, got to beat him, got to beat yeah. him, got to beat him. I'm on it, I'm on it, I'm on it. And even when Rich spoke to me after the show, it was like, I was even, he said to me, it's like, I was nervous about even contacting you. I had to see how you get your prep was getting on you because like, I didn't know what it was going to be like. And I'm like, nah, yeah. I'm cool, you know, I'm cool. But in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm prepping to take your head off because I'm not playing. I don't play. Mm-hmm. I don't, when it comes to my prep, I'm like, I'm going all out to do this just because I've got to have that single-minded focus because if I don't, I know I'm half-hearting it. And if I half-heart it, one, I'll be on my case and two, I'll blame myself if it doesn't turn out how it should. You see what I mean? And it's it's, it's that kind of drive, man, that drive. Like with what I'm doing in terms of like, um, with the judging with WMBF, it's amazing, man. Like I like it. And it's a point that, just by making it grow like we have the chance to just develop it and keep pushing it pushing it pushing it pushing it and there's there's space well, to well, be made and move forward thing i like about what you're doing i think you you know if anything you've taken your position as an athlete and just kind of just said mm-hmm. okay cool you know what i'm opening up some doors so let me just you know mm-hmm. continue to kind of empower you know, what it, you know what it is as well bro like when it comes to natural bodybuilding, like the fact is being natural isn't something that holds you back. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. people think I'm natural, so I can't do X, Y, and Z show. Now, realistically, you're not really going to go and do super heavyweights, whatever show, because yeah. you're not going to have the weight. However, mm-hmm. does that mean you can't compete against guys that are not enhanced? Of course you can. You know what I mean? Of course you can. Because the fact is, you just got to know, upon me, what to bring. Bring your best. Yeah. Your posing's got to be on point. Your, your physique has to be the best it can be. And mm-hmm. once you do that, just keep building momentum, build your momentum and just develop because it's a point that no one is the finished article. You know what I mean? And because of that, we just got to look at how we can get better and better and better. And then you just build in the sport, man. Like it's crazy, but it's good. It's really good, man. I love it. And obviously, obviously now you're doing your coaching as well, because, um, you know, obviously you've got your, your coaching business setting up and talk to me about the reason why you want to go behind the coaching and kind of help you. And stuff like that. Oh, people may not know. Before I went full time on my coaching, I was a science teacher. Yeah. And wow. so basically, I was like, 
getting kids to learn usuals, chemistry, biology. And um, me in school, basically, it was, it was a number of things. I was looking at it. I was thinking to myself, you know what? I've been doing this posing coaching since, when was it? About, I've been doing it about 2016, 2017. But because it was on the weekends, I couldn't really push it, push it, push it. And it got to a point, I was like, you know what, Adrian, you need to kind of like do something more for yourself just because like you're in a school and you know, you get on with the kids better than some of the adults. <laughs> it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, you know what, like trying to invest in yourself. And I started investing in myself, started to like, you know, look at pathways for me to do things better and, and, and start to operate it. And thank God I was, you know, worked to the position that I can do it full time. And it's, it's, um, it's a, I wouldn't say, well, it is a competitive game because for me, I'm always competitive. Like, if anybody's watched The Last Dance, yeah, Michael Jordan, people see I like Jordan a lot, yeah, but Michael Jordan's mindset, yeah, he was next level just because in one one of the clips, yeah, he says that one guy, that was going against the guy had did nothing wrong, but in his mind, Mike told himself, nah, nah, he, told, he said he was better than you. He said he was better than you, you know. And yeah. that gave him the fuel to just drive him forward and keep him going forward and going, going mm-hmm. for it. And that's what I do. I see other guys in this in in the posing, you know, like, you know, okay, cool. Okay. What can you do to be better? What can you yeah. do to raise your service? What can you do to help more people? What can you do to bring more awareness of things that people aren't really understanding from a competitive standpoint, but they understand it from a judging standpoint? You see what I mean? And mm-hmm. with all those things, I just try and push it forward and just try and like be the best. That's it. Just I just want to be the best. Like realistically, I think that you see in terms of posing, I think in terms of I've been doing it for quite a while quite a while and mm-hmm. it's a case that, that with um, the time I've been doing it I think in terms of pushing it and going ham when when I started kind of like pushing it in terms of our generation like of athletes across the board yeah. main people people were me and Emma Heineman and yeah. I write Emma. I mean, big up, big up, absolute. Um, it's like it's a case that because I see other guys coming into it now, it kind of like just gives me fuel to the fire and mm-hmm. makes me more um, driven and focused. Just because I think to myself, okay, cool, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. But what you gonna do when you go this? Right. Are you seeing 
are, are you seeing much more athletes now trying, you know, you know, get in contact with you earlier in their prep to kind of arrange their posing? Yeah. Um, or are you seeing people still leaving it to lastminute.com? Bro, I'll tell you something, yeah. I've seen guys, guys do start coming to me as soon as they start the prep, even the off-season now, just because they do need the help. Like, I kid you not, some guys here, okay, cool. This, this is the way I'm going to explain it, yeah? There are some guys out there that can pick up the posing within three or four sessions and they've got it because they've just got it. The looseness is there in their shoulders and their hips. They can just get it. Okay, cool. Move this, move that, move this, move that. Cool. Now, there are some guys that just can't do that. And they find it very difficult because they're so, like, so rigid and stiff and tight. Yeah. Some of it, they need massages and some of it, they're just tight. Like they're just really tight as people. Yeah. Now, those guys they need like a, a lot of work and they only really understand it when they come and see me just because I'm saying twist your body like this, hold this like this, twist like this, hold this like this and don't move for 10 seconds. And them yeah. doing that, that's only when they kind of get, and they say every first session, always the same words, this posing is harder than it looks. Yes, I know. <laughs> And because of that, it's a point that guys should get in contact quick and early just because leaving it to the last minute is not going to cut it. Leaving it to the last minute is putting a lot of pressure on yourself to rush it and get on stage and you're not prepared. And for me, myself, I like to tell guys, look, man, my job is to make the stage experience as easy as possible. So my job if you start with me early enough, my job is to get you so you can walk on that stage, do what you need to do. And if they want to call you back, you could do it again and then you do it again and have the confidence yeah. to do so. So the fact is that every show we'll see a guy that's doing a pose like a side mandatory. And the first thing he does, he looks right and he looks left because he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. So he's trying to copy someone else. Now, because of that, there is a gap. And to say, look, man, like, I know some guys may watch some YouTube videos or blah, 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 but you just, just accept help. Just accept it. Just mm -hmm. because the fact is that I see bodybuilding every day. I've seen bodybuilding for a very, very, very long time. This is not the case I've just picked it up this year. This is not the case I've just done a couple of shows and I'm a posing coach now. No, I've done this for a very long time. I've sat there and judged British finals. Like, I know what I'm talking about. So it's a case that it's better to put your trust in me that knows what's going to happen and how to prepare you for it than just try and wing it and then come into a show and you're unprepared because... A lot of guys, that's one thing that a lot of guys say is the reason why they never compete again because they weren't prepared. Just be prepared. Like, yeah. all the girls do it. Like, this weekend, it, it's strange. I think it's it's partly psychology as well just because when it comes to the um, promoting that they're getting help, a lot of guys don't want to. 
Yeah. Like, there's a bit of like, nah, I'm going to show no one, I need help. No, look, man, at the end mm. of the day, if you need help, there's a guy who's, who looks at you, who probably looks at you for inspiration, and they need to realise they need help. So you just say, I'm getting yeah. help, and that's it. And just be open about it, just because you've got to show them you're getting better, and then someone else will want to get better, and that's it. You know what I mean? Mm. Nice. And then is, is that what kind of led you into transitioning into the judging kind of side of things? Because obviously, you know, obviously you're doing a lot of posing yourself. You know what to look for. Yeah. It does help. And the judging, it's all kind of like intertwines just because with the judging, like with <laughs> it's been a learning curve, like serious learning curve just because with the men's classes, like I could literally sit down, mm-hmm. come out. Okay, I've got an idea. Quarter turns, got an idea. Switch them around. I know who's gonna win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's an ace in the pack, and then I come out, we'll probably say, "Okay, I want to see him." Boom. Then we change around. The women's classes, yeah. Yeah like this is it again because there are so many women competitors which is a good thing it's a case that your judging has to be better mm-hmm. so in a bodybuilding class you might get about 10 12 guys in a women's bikini class you might get 20 and yeah. the show has a certain amount of time to take to be starting and finishing. So your judging for the bikini class has to be super fast. Mm -hmm. And you have to analyze every single athlete within seconds. It's literally like people think judging is easy and it's not like people see it as, well, I should have beat such and such guy. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't. Yeah. Because one, he's in better condition. Two, you don't know how to pose. And three, his hamstrings just destroyed you. And four, you got no back. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can say that. You see what I mean? Yeah. Now, when it comes to a bikini class, you have to be on point. The women's judging, like, it's more difficult in terms of. Um, in terms of body structure, it's different and it's more difficult. Women, a woman judge my side's easier, and I might find bodybuilding easier. But for me, because bodybuilding, I can say I can just like tick the boxes. Yeah. But when you've got a lot of different women that are in, that have got different body structures, you've got to look at different things. And because it's this, it's the number. Because there's so many of them. You just gotta go and look and look and just go boom, 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 and then you do the call outs. It's it's a massive learning curve, but I'm so grateful for it just because it's made my um, the eye in terms of what is needed to win mm-hmm. better. It's made my ability to look at a physique and think about okay, cool. This is where you are. Where could you get in a regional show? Where could you get a British final? And I can kind of like gauge it, like gauge where you'd kind of fit in. 
So it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things that's made me better, and I've had to develop myself and just look, just just study and just get better and better and better at it. And I appreciate the the opportunities that I've had to I've been given to um to do that. And it's it's a case that because there's so many more athletes coming into the sports as well, you have to kind of like just be on your toes and always be ready to see like a new person who's going to shock you and take it to the next level. It's, 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 it's crazy, man. But it's a lot to learn. It's good. Think, it's a good thing. I think you're going to see some crazy ones, um, you know, this season, especially with the WMBF. Um, you know, I've just been following the hashtag and I'm just like, whoa, where did this guy come from? I'll tell you so something. Think- I'll mm. tell you something. Um, from the British show, I think the person for me, I was just like, this guy is, wait, what's his name? I'm just, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? The guy, is the guy from France. Oh, Samuel. Um, Samuel. Samuel. Yeah, yeah. Samuel. I was like, <laughs> Samuel Hartman. Yeah, that's it. Big and up he Samuel. Out. I was just like, Junior? <laughs> He's a junior? <laughs> but yeah kid was class like top class Mm -hmm. and it kind of um inspired me just because i think at the end of the day this is a young man that's dedicated his time and his life to to bodybuilding in 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 this 22 20 21 22 years of, of being on this planet and he's presented something really really impressive it's yeah. something that you can look at and say, you know what? It's time well spent. And you can see where the future of the sport's going with guys like mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a point of just making sure that you see more of those guys. And those guys need to be promoted just to make sure that other people see them to see it's possible, man. Like, yeah. because a lot of people will live in their own mind. They don't think it's possible because they haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. So if someone is able to see it and say, I'm mad, he's 22 and he looks like that, I need to go to gym. And then someone else yeah. might look like that. And that's, it's, yeah. just, it's just a domino effect and just keeps going and going. And it's really, really inspiring. I'm just happy for him. I'm really, really pleased that he did really well. Really good, man. And his posing was good. I definitely. Yeah, no, no, hands down, man. He shut, he shut it down. And even some of his off-season posing videos, I'm like, wee, putting in sterling work. So is there any hints and tips from the judges' table that you can give some of the aspiring athletes? Because obviously we've got the first-timers and novice show for the WNBF UK on the 17th of July. I would say the first thing is practice posing because posing is something you can change, yeah? You cannot change your shoulder width. You cannot change the the length of your limbs. Mm -hmm. However, you can change your posing according to your body structure. By understanding your body structure and making your posing the best in relation to your body structure, you can present a better physique. You understand what I'm saying? Now, people have got to understand we're not all the same. So you may hold the pose slightly different to someone else. And because of that, 
you have to practice. Practice mm-hmm. is so important. In terms of being on stage, you've got to remember that one, it's entertainment. So please smile. It makes the day <laughs> look so much more better. Please smile. Yeah. Yeah. And two, I would say, think about the angles you're giving the judges. Think about the rotation you've got in your waist. Like one thing I've said to um, a couple of clients this past few weeks was that um, in the old days, there would be a broomstick in the gym. Any gym you walk in, there'd be a broomstick. And guys would put it on their shoulders and they would twist. Yeah. Yeah. And that would free up and mobilize a lot of the midsection area. Gyms don't have that no more. They just have amazing equipment. And because of that, when guys are coming to do posing, they can't twist because their bodies go into an unfamiliar position. So where you can, ladies and gents that are watching this, please, even if you're at home, get a broomstick, put your arms on it and twist. So that when you get on stage, you're able to present big waist, big shoulders, small waist. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. On those quarter turns. Yeah. Because the quarter turns, the use of the quarter turn is to pretty much show the judges, this is my structure and this is my, the amount of muscle I've got on me. And you've got mm-hmm. to use it to your advantage. Because a lot of people that don't put enough emphasis on it and they don't gain the width. So when they don't gain the width, the judges think, well, he's not that big. He's not. And yeah. then they do a lat spread. And it's like, oh, he's got some muscle, but he's still not hitting the lat spread properly to show his true width. So mm-hmm. think about your rotation and think about the rotation on things like side chest, side tricep. You've got to make sure you're thinking about width all the time. Tiny waist, big shoulders, every time. And in that way, you'll present a good physique to the judge and the judge will say, okay, cool. Yeah. Keep them in the mix. And that's what it's about, man. You know what I mean? Nice. Well, that's some good takeaways there for the guys looking to compete, especially for the first time as in the novice show. And even those going into the open show, that championship, still take that into consideration in your lead up to the shows. You know what I mean? Well, Adrian, yeah, man, it's been a pleasure having you on today's show, man. I think, you know, you've dropped some serious insight into both you, yourself as an athlete, yourself as a coach, and certainly some good takeaways from the judging perspective. So thank you, my friend, for being on today's show. You know what I mean? I want to big up our show sponsor, CNP Nutrition. Shout out to those guys. And obviously, we're going to be working close with them at our next two shows so the next two shows first one up we've got the first timers and the novice show on the 17th of july so yep. for all you first timers and the novices get on that one guys registrations are open so make it happen and then we've got a big one in october the supernaturals open championship on the 9th of october that's the one we need to all be working towards and making sure we make that one epic seeing some yep. amazing athletes so far working hard towards these shows you know what I mean? So it's going to be an exciting season. So I can't wait to see it all. But Adrian, thanks again. Oh, Adrian, before you disappear, give us your social media handle so we can follow okay. you. And, you know, if we need to. Speak. So, um, find me on Instagram. If you put in Saxon King, you'll find me. 
Like, <laughs> if, put, if just put in Saxon King, you'll find me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, just reach out if you want posing and some online coaching as well. But make sure, as I said, that do not leave your posing to last minute, man, because at the end of the day, you're you're giving up something that you can change. And by understanding how you can change it and it will benefit you, take it in, take in all the information you can from every posing session and use it on stage. Because the fact is, the calmer you are on stage, the more prepared you are and the more you will enjoy it because you're able to take it in. People, what happens is like, and I'm going to talk and talk, but this will be my last point. Like, <laughs> what it is yet, like, what happens with people, because they're not prepared, they get anxious and the anxiety kicks in when they hit the stage. And because they're anxious, everything seems like it's happening 100 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, quarter turn, quarter turn, quarter turn, side chest, side tricep. And before they know it, they're walking off stage. So the fact is, be prepared. So you can take it. I tell my guys, every time you walk on stage, before you walk across that line, take a deep breath. Then walk in and enjoy it because the hard work's been done. All you've got to do is do things that you already know and just go and do it. Love that. Love that. And that's a, that's a great way to end it, guys. So if you didn't know before, now you know from the man who's done it and gone to next levels with it. So, again, until the next episode, guys, we'll see you soon. Check out CMP, our sponsors, and sign up for our events at www.wnbfuk.com.